Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 12th of December, the 346th day of 2022, affording us only 19 days until 2023. 221 years ago, pioneering Scottish Romantic poet Robert Burns is gazing across the uplands of Dumfrieshire, bordering Cumberland, and writes, Wild as the winter now tearing the forest, till the last leaf of summer is flown. Midway through a new poem, he'll eventually title, Thou Gloomy December. On a daily basis, this week we're about as dark as we get. We are on the cusp, with our daylight not much over eight hours and change, though on the solstice next week, the gloomy part of December Burns had on his mind will slip into 2022's history as simply the annual harbinger of our light increasing. Today in 1474, Isabella crowned herself Queen of Castile and Aragon. Today in 1694, the Royal Society censured astronomer, mathematician, and physicist Edmund Halley for suggesting that the biblical story of the universal flood and Noah's Ark could be an account about an ancient comet's impact upon the Earth. Today in 1792, Ludwig van Beethoven, at age 22, received his first lesson in music composition from Franz Josef Haydn. Today in 1822, Mexico was recognized as an independent nation by the United States. Today in 1901, Guglielmo Marconi sent the first transatlantic radio signal from Cornwall, England to Newfoundland, Canada. Today in 1953, test pilot Chuck Yeager reached a supersonic speed of Mach 2.43 in the Bell X-1A rocket plane. Today in 1966, the Fred Zinnemann film A Man for All Seasons, starring Paul Schofield as Sir Thomas More, premiered in New York City. And today in 1968, Arthur Ashe became the first black person to be ranked number one in tennis. Today, during the burgeoning Christmas 2022 shopping season, Forbes magazine opines that this year is unlike any other, with many retailers facing record stockpiles of inventory and plenty of cautious shoppers. Forbes also predicts those retailers will be, quote, slashing prices to get rid of merchandise, close quote. In other words, to reduce that inventory as much as possible. So be prepared for plenty of hyperbolic marketing, advertising, and sales pitches that will not be bound by any sense of logic. Absurd rationale such as, the more you spend, the more you save, await the irrational consumer, who forgets that if he or she is really saving, money will not be changing hands. Heavenward tomorrow morning and the following morning as we look south, the last quarter moon will be glowing near the sickle of the constellation Leo the Lion and keeping company with the bright first magnitude star Regulus, also called Alpha Leonis, one of the brightest in the entire sky and 77 light years from Earth. Meanwhile, here on the only planet we've ever called home, humans continue to provide enough sustenance to COVID that the New York Times observes this past week that conditions are worsening across the United States, 
with reported cases and hospitalizations up more than 25% in the past two weeks. The daily average of reported cases as of Pearl Harbor Day last week was around 60,000. Further reporting from the New York Times reveals that the current daily average of coronavirus deaths nationally is at 343, meaning at least 2,401 people are now dying per week in the U.S. from COVID. The United States to date has had 100 million cumulative reported cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020. The newest Omicron subvariants to emerge in the U.S. since mid-November this year are BQ.1 and BQ.1.1, and having overtaken the formerly popular BA.5 strain. Each successive strain to evolve becomes more capable than an earlier strain to evade immunity from vaccination or previous infection. Ultimately, the U.S. continues to be the world's leader in COVID, proving we are the most hospitable people to the, to the virus, engendering 16% of the world's 648 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. 4 million of the world's 648 million reported cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere on the planet, major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places in cumulative numbers of infection at the moment, respectively, India, France, Germany, Brazil, South Korea, and Japan. On the fatal front globally, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially at 6.7 million while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.2 million. Not a big number, perhaps, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 13.1 billion doses of vaccine have been administered, but remember only 68% of all Americans are vaccinated, and only half of those vaccinated have had a minimum of one booster shot since. Today in 1915 in Hoboken, New Jersey, Franz, Francis Albert Sinatra was born to a father who was a fire captain and thought singers were sissies. Though as biographer Ed Morrow tells us, young Frank set a lot of hearts afire after his debut as the lead singer for the Hoboken Four in 1937 on the radio show Major Bose's Amateur Hour. Scrawny Frank was soon singing with band leaders such as Harry James and Tommy Dorsey, doing soulful love ballads, becoming an idol to millions of Bobby Soxers, recording dozens of hits, and landing starring roles, including an Oscar-winning part in the 1953 From Here to Eternity. Frank Sinatra also led a turbulent, confrontational life, which received maximum media attention, especially when he smashed cameras and taunted reporters. Fellow actor Marlon Brando observed, Frank's the kind of guy who, when he dies, is going up to heaven to give God a bad time for making Frank bald. Today is also the birthday in 1731 of Charles Darwin's grandfather, the physician Erasmus Darwin. In 1745 of the first U.S. Chief Justice John Jay. In 1863 of the Norwegian painter famous for The Scream, Edvard Munch. In 
1879 of American actress Laura Hope Cruz, in 1893 of Romanian-American actor Edward G. Robinson, in 1897 of American vaudeville and silent film actress Leonora Summers, in 1937 of American singer and actress Connie Francis, in 1940, of American singer Dionne Warwick. In 1943, of American guitarist Dickie Betts. And in 1952, of American Olympic gymnast, actress, and sports commentator Kathy Rigby. From Oran Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 13th and final week of autumn. Winter's officially only a week away. <laughs>